from the combined crew of blindandroidusers.com and accessibleandroid.com, it's time for your favorite Android podcast. Kick back now and enjoy another fine episode from these fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here's your crew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 140 of the Blind Android Users Podcast. I'm Warren Carr. I'm Austin Pinto from Mumbai. I'm Fee Dunn from London, otherwise known as the pretty one, to Warren anyway. <laughs> You're I'm always Jerry, pretty. I'm Jerry from Michigan. I'm John Dyer from Virginia. I'm also pretty. And it's the handsome one, Sally from Turkey. Thank you so much. We've got a great number of people in here. And by the way, you know, you heard a new guy in there. Jerry, Jerry is our friend. Jerry is going to be bringing us some great stuff about RAS Mobility and the Capsis phone. So we've got a lot in store for you today. We're recording today on Saturday, August the 12th. And coming up, this is what we got. We have the announcement segment. In the Android Basics segment, we're going to be talking about the new beta, Android 14 Beta 5. Google gave us a surprise there. And then we'll talk about the One UI 6 based on Android 14. And then in our spotlight, we have our guest, Jerry Jitcher. Uh, we just call him Jerry. And then we have unboxings from John. We've got a bonanza of unboxings today, three of them from Samsung. And of course, Jerry closes our episode for this week with the Android Journey Story, my very favorite segment of the episode. Welcome to episode 140. John, let's start with you. What's going on? Are you guys humid, hot, and all of that? Yeah, it's pretty hot here. I've actually been at my in-laws. I'm at my in-laws right now. We were, well, they still are, building a swing set for their grandkids out back. And I said, sorry, guys, I'm going to have to go record a podcast now. And whatever you do wrong while I'm gone, I can fix it when I get back. You have to go back out there, John, and sit on it and try to make sure it's just done right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Austin, how about you? What's going on in Mumbai? Are you cooling down? I know last week you guys had lots of rain or something like that. How about this week? So Mumbai had a lot of rain last week, but this week, full week, we had intense heat and the heat is going to continue up to 18th of August, this is. So it's really unbearable heat. But we have the AC, so it's okay. Other than that, things are going fine. Pretty one in London. I know that it was kind of cool there last week. You are not... Were you on here? I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I was obviously very forgetful there. Kidding, but it was cool there. How about this week? Are you guys still on the coolish side? Um, it's very windy today. We had a couple of sunny days. And I missed a lot of the sunshine yesterday because I was waiting indoors for a surveyor to come. But he didn't come. So that was very annoying, um, especially as it didn't last long because it doesn't usually in London, um, except when it's really, really hot. And then you think, oh, oh, let's have the rain back. But yeah, today it's a bit breezy, a bit windy, about 21 degrees Celsius, something like that. So it's 
pleasantish, but not quite sitting in the garden weather, I don't think, because it's not sunny and because it's so breezy. Nice to know you guys have a nice weather. We're heating up here. I think we're going to be like 92 degrees. It's just awful um, today. So, well, can you send to... us some of that, please? I, I wish I could. And we had send some, us some sunshine, some fire last night. There was a propane Ooh. explosion somewhere, and we had to like make sure we didn't run our air conditioner for about two hours, and then everything was out. It was good. Sally boy, what's going on? That's the handsome guy there in Turkey. What's going on with you? Well, what's going on is I'm getting even more handsome every day. Well, last week I told you that it was 36 Celsius. Now it's like 25 and really enjoying this weather. And the whole city is so happy. The Samsung city is so happy because we have the unboxes from Samsung. You know, John is going to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, so here's the great thing, though. Just like me, you keep getting better every day. And I think that's a beautiful thing. You wake up in the morning and you got better looking again. Absolutely beautiful. I think the weather in India and Turkey, the weather system is going in the reverse direction. Yes, last week, Turkey was hot and India was cool. And this time it's the reverse. That seems to be a similar pattern there for you guys. Jerry, you're going to be on later on. However, how how are you doing in Michigan? Doing pretty good. Thank God our temperatures are lower than what they were, I don't remember when it was, almost a month ago. But right now we're, depending on the day, we're anywhere between mid-70s to low-80s at the moment. I'm loving it um, when I go outside. Uh, but we're doing good. Um, our, our, our oldest son, Jaden, will start second grade. Uh, the 16th of this month. So, yay. Congratulations to the young man. This is the announcement segment of Blind Android Users Podcast. Stay tuned to hear important information regarding the podcast, surveys, and the latest news. We now move on to the announcements segment. Austin, we have anything in store in the way of announcements? So we received a donation from our listener, Eva, and a big thanks to her. And I need to inform our listeners that it goes into the podcast for website renewals and all the other expenditure. Although I must also say that we don't have an official PayPal account on a podcast name, but it's still, I put that towards the podcast. So keep the donations coming. All amounts are appreciated. We also want to celebrate John's birthday. John, you just turned 25, right? How old are we now, John? Yeah, um, almost 25. 42, actually. So, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> Almost there. 25. I like that bear. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who's familiar with the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy will know that John and I are now both the answer to life, the universe, and everything. The ultimate question. <laughs> if John yeah. is the ultimate answer, I, I'm I, I'm getting my towel with the you know the brick and everything. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> yeah. So John, you just turned forty-two. Uh, goodness, I don't remember when I was forty-two. That was. Probably many, many months ago. <laughs> you wish. 
Well, <laughs> I, I, also, <laughs> uh, I also don't remember when I was 42 because I've never been, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I will be, you know, turning 57 this year in November. So yeah, that's a Austin, long time ago. Austin and Sally are the young, the, the children in the podcast. I turned yeah. uh, 40. And, and I was going to say, I turn 49 next month, and I'm starting to sing that song. Uh, if you've ever seen the movie, uh, George Burns movie, I wish I was 18 again. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I don't. Welcome oh, no. to the club, man. You'll soon be, you know, looking 50 in the eye and say, hello, oh, welcome. <laughs> I don't want to be, I'd never want to be a teenager again. Oh, yuck. And imagine, no, an- no Android phones again. That would be uh, annoying, wouldn't it? I hear you. Well, congratulations and happy birthday, John. Um, I don't know if we can sing happy birthday, happy birthday to John, you know. <laughs> but that, that was good enough. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> hey, Warren, we don't need everybody Warren, trying Warren, to do stick it. with stick with podcasts, please. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Wow. I Terry's should. not gonna get invited back. No, yeah. so, I'll take your advice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Happy birthday, John. This is Android Basics, in which we bring you up to date on the things that you should know to use your Android phone. Up next, we move on to our Android Basics segment, and this week we're talking about two great stuff. Out of the blue... Google surprised us with an Android 14 Beta 5. Of course, I think they had to because the whole thing has been, uh, you know, a disaster, if you ask me, this whole Android 14 experience. Uh, so many bugs, so many problems and all of that. And people were still observing reboots, uh, you know, random reboots and all of that. So Google, even though they said, uh, we were only going to have four betas. They realized that something was up, so we had a fifth beta of Android 14. Uh, Austin, I know you have it. How is it going for you? I know I have it. So the beta is going good, and there are some still bugs on 5G because the device is still getting warm. So there are some very minor bugs, but I think the main release Maybe delayed because I think we should get at least two release candidates in. We'll see what happens. I, I think this probably could be the last one. Wasn't there a song? This could be the last time. It could be. Now, mm-hmm. let's see if there's anything on there. There were a total of like 39 really? items in this beta. So there was a lot that needed to be fixed. And so Google decided to do that. Now, the one thing that I want to mention, which was also done in beta four, was that uh, accessibility thing having to do with TalkBack, whereupon if you unlock the screen, it will say screen locked, and before it says screen unlocked. So that was supposed to fix it in beta four. It did, but somehow now and then I would hear it say, device locked even when it's unlocked now with this beta 5 every time i unlock it it says unlocked so it's totally truly fixed this time around as to 
uh, beta four that didn't quite fix it. So I'm glad they noticed that and fixed that. How about the One UI 6? Uh, that's Samsung now. Samsung jumped on the beta. And John, you installed that on yours, right? And uh, could you tell us if it has some of the things that we were wishing it has, you know, especially, say, actions and, and things like that? Does this um, One UI 6 based on Android 14 that has uh, TalkBack 14.0, how does that compare with the TalkBack we have from Google? Yeah, so I just installed it last night, so I haven't had too much time with it. But you know, there's good news and bad news. The good news is that it comes with TalkBack 14. The bad news is that it's still coming from the Galaxy Store. I was, I know it sounds silly, but I was hoping that because they hadn't updated TalkBack in a year, they had just decided to abandon it and they were going to switch over to getting it from the Play Store like everybody else. But that's not the case. It's still coming from the Galaxy Store. They've just apparently decided to switch switch to a yearly uh, update schedule because they're literally literally going from 13.5, which is actually based on 13.0, straight to 14.0. But yes, it does include um, actions. And just through looking through the settings, it does seem to have everything that the Google version of 14.0 has. But, you know, now the question is, when everybody else gets 14.1, what's going to happen to Samsung users? How long are they going to be waiting? Not much, I imagine. Yeah. Um, like normal. But so can I get that from the Galaxy Store now, or do I have to be in a beta program to do that? I think it's similar to how Google did it. Uh, it's not available in the Galaxy Store right now, as far as I know. So you have to be on the beta to get it, but I'm assuming they're going to release it in the Galaxy Store before uh, they release One UI. So mm -hmm. you'll probably get it as an update before you get a full update to your phone. Right. If I had to guess. That makes sense because it's not, you know, it, you have to have One UI 6 in order to get in and only the uh, S23 series uh, has access right now and only people in the U.S., Germany, and South of, South Korea, of course. So, but I'm sure, like John says, you know, uh, once they roll these things out to other regions, my gut feeling is that they will uh, bring that talk back, uh, updated talk back to the Galaxy Store. So between now and, I uh, say, maybe give or take, the end of September, we probably should be able to see that on the Galaxy Store. Oh, I hope it's before that because I'm sick of using Braille back because my Braille didn't work at all every time I connect a Braille display to my S22 at the moment that the whole of TalkBack crashes. So I'm back to use turning that off and using Braille back and uh, it's very old, literally. And to me, it's also very old and I want proper Braille back. Uh, braille back rather than braille back that's confusing isn't it <laughs> it is very confusing it's a play on words uh and yes. I love it. <laughs> now samsung if you are listening stop these annual updates to talk back and do it when it's uh, out there for the google uh, play store we're tired Better of it yet just let us use the google one please that would be that would be great but you know samsung is samsung and that's fine but all I'm asking is that when Google updates theirs, try to be in sync. 
and yeah, put it on ju- your or store. just let us use this instead of reinventing the wheel. There's no need for that. <laughs> yeah. Silly people. We want a bicycle wheel here. That is, is, is just something different. <laughs> This is the Spotlight segment. Stay tuned for premium interviews, device unboxing, and more. Up next is the Smart Vision pre-review from our friend Jerry, whom we'll be hearing from, and his Android journey story. But up now, though, we have that review, and then we'll talk about follow-up and things that were not mentioned in the review. Here's that review from Jerry. Hello everyone, Jared Jika here. I'm the accessibility specialist for Raz Mobility. I actually prefer to be called Jerry. That's how all of you guys know me. But when I'm doing work stuff or, well, legal stuff, I use my legal name, which is Jared. So that's why I told you my real name. Would like to talk to you guys about the Smart Vision 3 phone that we just started carrying. Before we go into that, I'd like to let you know a little bit about Raz Mobility. Just a little bit, not much, uh, just in case you've never heard of us before. Raz Mobility has been offering assistive technology products and services uh, since 2017. Uh, we've been offering it to consumers, government programs, and the Department of of Veterans Affairs. Try saying that a few times real fast. Uh, the products include uh, you know, some products that we've developed on our own, such as the Roz Memory cell phone. Now, that one is a phone that does not talk, but it's for people who have dementia. Really neat concept. It's a modified Android phone, uh, but it's for people who have dementia. Uh, it's got like big pictures and things like that. And you can have, uh, like if you have a, uh, a caregiver or something, they can, uh, put the pictures on the phone, put speed dials on it, uh, that are, they can do it over the internet. And you just look at the picture and touch the picture of who you want to call and it calls. And, you know, it's kind of a really neat concept in actual honesty. I at least think so. Products that we've developed with our partners and products, such as the iPhone or the Google Pixel 6 smartphones that are set up with accessibility options and additional accessible apps. Right now, the Smart Vision 3 is already available through state equipment distribution programs in some states, such as Maryland, Pennsylvania, and Arkansas. So, as you can tell, there are state agencies who carry our phones. They give them to their customers. And when a state agent does it like that, if we have an agreement set up with them, uh, it's possible that they can apply for uh, training. And the training is done by me. And basically, we just give them the basics, get them up and running. Let's go ahead and take a quick look at the specifications of the phone. And then we'll go into looking at what the phone looks like and we'll demo some stuff as well. One of the things that we'll demo is the fact that 
either from a first time turn on. In other words, you buy it, you take it out of the box, you turn it on for the first time and you and you you go into the setup. Or if you do a factory reset, you know that you have to either with either one with Android phones, you have to like press and hold the volume keys uh, or do, uh, press and hold your fingers, uh, two fingers on the screen with this particular phone. You don't have to do that. Talkback comes up automatically uh, once you hear the startup sound. Then about a minute and a half later, it actually comes up talking once it's done finishing setting up, you know, what it does. And you'll hear that here in a little bit on this particular segment. But like I said, let's go ahead and look at the specs, or at least some of them anyway. Let's look at some of the specs on this phone. Uh, the dimensions of this phone are 159 by 68 by 10.4 millimeters, which is 6.26 by 2.68 by 0.41 inches. Its weight is 160 grams or 0.35 pounds. The uh, display on this phone is a 3.5 uh, 640 by 960 pixels. That's the display. Uh, you do have four gigs of RAM and 64 gigs of internal storage. You can put an SD card in it. It says up to 128 gig. Now I have not tried using higher than that. Uh, but me personally, I don't, store a whole lot of stuff on my phone. I mean, I've got a, uh, a 256 gig S22 ultra that I'm not even using. I'm not even using half the storage on it. Not even half. Actually, maybe a quarter, maybe. Uh, the, uh, the processor, and I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce this right. So I'm going to apologize for that ahead of time. It's an octa-core Med MT6071, wait, yep, MT6771 uh, MT6771T. Uh, it does have, uh, for, for cellular connectivity, first of all, you do have to use it with either T-Mobile or anyone that uses T-Mobile's network. So like Mint Mobile, uh, you know, other carriers like Mint Mobile. Uh, but you just have to make sure they're using T-Mobile's network. Uh, its connectivity, it has 4G, VOLTE, 3G, and 2G. Uh, it does have... Wi-Fi 802.11, uh, 802.11, it's got 2.4 and 5 gigahertz, it's got B, G, and N. Uh, doesn't look like it has AC capability. Uh, as far as SIM cards go, the, it does take nano SIM SIM cards. Um, and it's got two slots. So you, uh, in the SIM tray. So you can do two nano slim, 
Nano Slim, Nano SIM cards, or you could do one SIM card and one uh, micro SD card. Does not have eSIM. So for those of you uh, who are all about the eSIM, this wouldn't work for you. Now, keep in mind, this is probably not going to be for, you know, a lot of people who are, you know, really good at using Android phones, you know, just the touch screen only. They're real fast with it. They know what they're doing. You know, people who've been using Android for a long time. However, what I will say, uh, having that been said, uh, there are times where, especially when my carpal tunnel's acting up, I would rather use buttons, but I still want the touch screen. And that's where this phone comes in handy. You can use the touch screen. You can use the buttons. And there is, <clears throat> I don't think they call it a Google button. I think it's just, um, uh, it's a voice button, but I, I mean, it's, I pretty much think of it as a Google button, but that's just me. Um, but you can, you know, use it, use the Google assistant that way. Um, and you can also use it when you want to, uh, voice type in edit fields, which is really nice. All right. Let's just take a look at this phone. One thing before we do look at this phone that I do want to bring up that's, that it, it's a big thing, at least for me. And it actually, uh, will make our customers very happy who do decide to get this phone is that when you're setting it up for the first time, you got it and you're taken out of the box, you charge it up, you go to turn it on for the first time, as we all know, you have to do the press and hold of the two volume buttons or uh, a lot of phones support the two finger press and hold on the screen. This phone, you don't have to do that. It actually will come up talking. Let me go ahead and show you a little piece from the audio tutorial that I'm actually slowly working on for work. <clears throat> this will show you what happens when you turn it on uh, from the start where you're turning it on for the first time or you've performed a factory reset. This is what happens. All right, there's the second vibrate. So right now, this would be up with you guys. Now, what's nice about this phone as opposed to other Android phones, normally you have to hold the two volume keys to activate TalkBack. On this phone, you don't, uh, at least in the first time. So we're going to hear a startup sound here in just a moment. That's kind of what I'm waiting for. All right, that was good. We want to hear that. Now, we wait a little bit until the phone tells us that it's done setting stuff up. So we just wait. Now, I will warn you, it will be kind of quiet. <clears throat> and I'll show you how to turn that up here uh, once it's done saying everything it's going to say. And hopefully this recording will help you hear it a little better. Since, like I said, your phone's going to be kind of quiet initially. Here we go. So we're just waiting until it finishes setting everything up. I don't want to pause or edit this part because I want you to hear how long this takes. You won't hear that noise when you're setting yours up. 
That's because mine, I'm holding it really close to a microphone. We're just still kind of waiting for it to finish its setup here. The configuration is now finished. Enjoy your Smart Vision 3. Talk back on. Checking for downloads. Initial setup is completed. Tap to finish initial setup. Capsi's accessibility connected. Syncing SIM contacts 3 period. Hi there. Welcome to TalkBack, page 1 of 5. TalkBack is a screen reader intended for situations or people who have difficulty seeing the screen. It gives you spoken feedback so that you can use your device without looking at the screen. You can turn TalkBack on or off by holding both volume keys for several seconds. When TalkBack is on, the focused item on the screen is spoken out loud. Swiping right will move to the next item, and swiping left will move to the previous item. Swipe right now to find the next button. Welcome to TalkBack. Accessibility volume set to 71%. Alright, so let's just take a quick look at this phone. We're not going to have much time, and there's just a lot to this phone. We're going to start out with the face of the phone. Then we'll move to what I call the top, then the right side, then the bottom, then the left side, and then we'll flip it over and look at the back. Make sure that the number pad is toward your stomach, chest, whatever, uh, however you hold your phone, and then make sure that the screen, the top of the screen is away from you for correct orientation. So at the very top, right above the screen, is your earpiece. This is obviously the part you put to your ear. Uh, this is also where things like the camera, like, you know, the front-facing camera, uh, the proximity sensor, things of that, the, uh, you know, little LEDs might be there as well. Um, then right below that is your, I believe it's a three and a half inch display. Maybe a little bit bigger than that. I'm totally blind, but I think that's what I read. I hope I'm right. If not, I do apologize. It's a decent sized uh, screen for this type of phone. And it's actually also a touch screen. We'll get to that in just a moment. Below the screen you're going to see an area of buttons that's divided into two sections. The bottom section is your traditional number keypad. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, star, zero, and pound. Traditional number pad. And as I'm telling you the different parts of the phone, different buttons, I'm actually touching those buttons and or parts of the phone. So I hope that you're kind of following along. 
Now, the top portion of these buttons, the manual calls a navigation area. I, I like to think of it as either navigation or control area because this is where you're, you know, controlling the phone, you know, using arrows and back and delete and answering the phone and, you know, other things of that nature. So you're controlling the phone, but it's also called a navigation area. In the middle of this navigation area, find the button. Like I said, it's right in the middle. It feels kind of rough. And if you take your, if you take your fingernail, you can kind of Okay, so if you find that button, that's where I want to start. And that is your OK button. So it's also your Enter button or Select button. Uh, you know, sometimes you'll use it as an, you know, in, to click a button or to click what you're wanting to do. So think of it as a Select button, OK button kind of thing. Now, Above, below, to the left, and to the right of that button, you're going to feel four buttons. They're really narrow. And my best suggestion to you is use the tip of your finger on these buttons. Because if you're not careful, you could accidentally, as I call it, fat finger, two buttons. So you could accidentally, say, hit the down arrow and the okay at the same time. So what I do is use the tip of my finger on these buttons and it works just fine. At any rate, these are your arrow keys. So you got your up arrow, down arrow, left arrow, right arrow, and they are just like that. So the up arrow is above the select button. Down arrow is below it. Left arrow is to the left and right arrow is to the right. To the left of this na uh, navigation area, there are two buttons. Uh, they are actually right above the one button, and they are just slightly higher than the one button. The top button is the home button. This is when you are at, you know, you're in an app and you want to go back to the home screen of the app or I'm sorry, of the phone. This is how you do it. That's the button you press to go home. Below that button is your menu button. In a lot of cases, you're not going to use it. But when you're at the home screen, this will take you to a menu of like quick settings, uh, notifications, talkback settings. Uh, you know, it takes you to different things. Um, like shortcuts. Think of it that way. This is also the button that you will use to answer an incoming call. To the right of the navigation keys, you know, the arrows with the select button in the middle to the right. Again, you have two buttons, one, you know, above the other. And again, they're both right above the three button. And again, they're slightly higher than the three button. 
The top button is your back button. This is anytime you want to go back a screen, this is the button you would press to do that. Below that is your delete key. Press it once to delete a character, like when you're typing. You press it once to delete a character, or you can press and hold and delete the entire edit field of what you were writing. Like I said, below the, that stuff is your number pad. On the top of the phone, let's look at the top now. Kind of toward the left, about mm, half inch to an inch in from the left side is your headset jack. Right now, I am using that. It's plugged directly into my computer so that when I do make the phone talk, instead of hearing it through the microphone that I'm talking into, you're going to hear the speech directly from the phone. It's not going to be through a microphone. You're going to hear it directly. So it should be a little bit clearer. To the right of that, uh, kind of about maybe about a half inch or so, in from the right edge on the top is your power button. This is how you can turn the phone on and off. Also, put it to sleep and wake it up. That'll be discussed later. On the right side of the phone, toward the top, let's see, what would that be? About an inch, maybe an inch and a half from the top, you're going to feel a button that, again, is a bit kind of rough. That is your voice uh, operation button. This is how you can tell the phone to open apps, call somebody, send a message to somebody, uh, do voice dictation in an edit field, different things like that. Again, we'll show that to you later in the audio tutorial. Just a little below that, you'll see two buttons. The top one is your volume up, bottom one is your volume down. On the bottom of the phone, let's look at the bottom now. On the right-hand side, on the bottom, you're going to feel a, that's where your speaker is. And then just to the left of that is your USB-C port. Now, USB-C can be plugged in either way. You don't have to uh, make sure that you're plugging it in a certain way. It will work either way. So you don't have to make sure that dots are pointing uh, you know, up or whatever the case may be. On the left side, nothing. Well, okay, there is. That's where your sim, uh, your SIM tray will be to, you know, put your SIM card in your phone. Let's see, whereabouts is that? Give me just one moment. I'm partially popping the. Okay, it's toward the top. Let's see. Mm, maybe about an inch from the top edge on the left side. Uh, that's where your SIM tray go, uh, is. 
you have to use a SIM ejector to pop the tray out so that you can put your SIM card in the phone. All right, let's flip the phone over. And with it flipped over, now this would, where I'm talking about, I'm going to say it's going to look like it's on the left, but that's because we've flipped the phone over. Uh, if you don't flip it over, it's more, you know, more toward the right. But because we flipped the phone over, uh, kind of it's toward the top left edge on the back. <clears throat> it's about what an inch, an inch by. Would that be an inch and a half by an inch? But it's it it is a bit of a rectangle. This is where your camera is and your flashlight. And then down and slightly to the right of that is your fingerprint sensor. So when your phone is sleeping, instead of pushing the power button and then typing a password or a pin or whatever the case may be, you can actually just put your finger on the fingerprint sensor like this. 3.06 a.m. Home screen. 3.06 a.m. Friday the 4th of August. Selected. Battery level. 91% remaining. And that's how you'll know it's unlocked because it'll stay, you know, home screen. Or if you were in an app, it might say the app's name or something like that. But notice I didn't push the power button and, you know, I didn't wake the phone up and then do whatever. I just touched the fingerprint sensor and that's all I did. All right, so let's show you something a little different. We're just going to take a look at, like, like let's say one app, okay? Because um, like I said, there's just a whole lot to this phone. Um, we all know how to do the calendar. I mean, you know, we all have the calendar app on our phones, regardless of what Android phone we have. Well, this one has that, but there's also one on here called Agenda. And at least to me, it it's not quite as cluttered. And I actually like using it. Applications. Agenda. So let's go ahead and look at Agenda. Agenda. Button. More options. Button. Create event. So as you can see right now, there's only two things. Button. More options. More options and create event. Let's see what's in more options real quick. Pop-up window. Delete all. Default ringtone. So you've got two options. Delete all. You got your delete all. Default ringtone. Default ringtone. Let's set what ringtone we want this to use. Agenda. Button. More options. Cesium. Check. Fermium. Passium. Helium. Krypton. Neon. Neptunium. I don't even have my stuff on here. Uh, this has been freshly reset. <clears throat> so let's see. Check. Piezo alarm. Platinum. Checked. 
All right, we'll leave it as that. Go back. Agenda. Button. Okay. More options. So now we have our ringtone set that we want to use for alerts. Button. Create event. Let's go ahead and go to create event. Event detail. Title. Empty. Now, when you want to go into edit fields on here. Title. Edit box. Enter event title. Now, notice it didn't say we're editing it yet. So what I'm going to do is press select. Uh, I did go into title, but it while it put me on the edit field, it didn't, you know, open it. It didn't select it. So let's go ahead and actually select the edit field. Showing enter event title. Edit box. Enter event title. Editing selected. Okay. Now it says, you know, editing selected. And we're using the Capsies keyboard. That's what it is by default. So let's do, um, let's see here. What do we want to do as an event? Uh, let's see. Ah, okay. Capital B. L. I. N. D. Space. A. M. Oops. Let's delete that. M deleted. N. D. R. O. H. I deleted. I. D. So as you see, I didn't hear that it did the I. I heard H, but I never heard the I. So I didn't know it did it. So when I backed up over what I thought was an H, it was actually an I. So sometimes that can't happen if you try pushing the buttons real fast. Space. T. See, I did hit it twice, but I don't know if it's an actual T or a, or a U. So let's back up. T deleted. Okay, this time it was a T. 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 T deleted. T deleted. T. U. There, I did it a little slower. Sometimes you can do it real fast, but other times you can't. P. Q. R. S. D. D. D deleted. D deleted. D. E. Q. R. P. Q. R. S. Space. P. O. D. A. B. C. A. P. S. T. Space. P. R. E. A. B. C. N. O. P. Q. R. D. A. I. N. G. G. Edit box. Blind Android users podcast recording. Editing. Enter event title. Selected. All right. So now that I'm done doing that, I'm going to hit the back key. Not backspace. You know, not delete, but the back key. Edit box. Blind Android users podcast recording. Enter event title. Button. Cancel. Button. OK. All right. So I'm going to hit OK. Event detail. Title. Blind Android users podcast recording. Date. August 7th, 2023. All right, let's uh, go in here. Agenda. 2023. Checked. Agenda. February. 
I totally forgot. When it says uh, checked, you still have to press enter on it. You don't go looking for a save or an okay. I totally forgot that. All right, so I've got 2023. March, April, May, June, July, August, checked. It says it's checked, but I still just need to press select. Agenda, Monday 7, checked. All right, what day do I want this on? Uh, let's see. Tuesday 8. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday 12. All right, so the 12th. Event detail. Date, August 12th, 2023. There we go. Time, 8.25 p.m. All right, let's select the time. Agenda, 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 7 p.m., 10 p.m., 3 p.m., 12 p.m. All right, so 12 p.m. Agenda, zero, checked. Five. Fifty-five. Fifty. Let's set it for, uh, tw why did I do that? I should have went back. I did something wrong, but I can fix it. It's okay. Event detail. Time, 12.50 p.m. Agenda, 12 p.m., 1 p.m., 11 a.m. There we go. Agenda, zero, checked. And I'm just using the arrow keys to do all this. 50. Event detail. Time, 11.50 a.m. There we go. Recurrence, once. And this is only a one-time thing, so I'm going to leave it on once, but let me show you how, you know, what's in here. Agenda. Once. Check. Every day. Every week. Every month. Every year. So there you go. Once. Checked. We want to leave it on once. Event detail. Recurrence. Once. Reminder. On time. Do you want it to remind you on time? I'm just going to leave it as on time because I, I actually set the time slightly before when the event actually is. Ringtone. Now, I can leave it on the default ringtone that we have set, but if I want a different ringtone for this Sounds. One, Select ringtone. Cesium. Check. Fermium. Uh, platinum. Platinum. Rooster alarm. Scandium. Add alarm. Heading. Button. Cancel. Add alarm. Heading. Scandium. Check. Rooster alarm. Plutonium. Check. All right, we'll set that one. Just press select. Check. Okay. Back. Event detail. Ringtone. Save. And now I'm going to... Let, let's see. Did it save Ringtone. It? Let's see. Sounds. Select ringtone. Cesium. Checked. Nep Osmium. Rooster alarm. Plutonium. Add alarm. Button. Button. Okay. Oh, okay. Go down to the okay button. Event detail. Ringtone. I would rather just hit the back button, but unfortunately in here it doesn't show you the name. Reminder. Ringtone. See? It doesn't show you. So, interesting. Save. All right, so I'm going to hit save. Agenda. Button. More options. And I'm done. So now when you go in here, uh, as you see, I'm on the more options. Button. 
Create event. There's the create event. Blind Android users podcast recording, Saturday, August 12, 2023, 1150 AM. It's just in a nice list view. So there you go. So if you'd like to learn more about the Smart Vision 3 or you want to purchase it from Rasmobility, you can tell them I sent you. Tell them the accessibility specialist sent you. Visit our website at www.rasmobility.com. Thank you so much for that great review, Jerry. So it's a review slash unboxing. Let's talk about some of the things, Jerry, that time did not permit you to talk about in your review. Um, could you... Uh, Talk to us about some of the things that you had wanted to put in there uh, that time did not allow you to. Well, let's see. First of all, uh, one of the things is that I can't remember. I, I don't even remember what I put in there, but I know that uh, two of the buttons I may not have talked about, and they're actually nice to have. Give me just one moment. I'm unlocking mine while I'm saying this stuff to you guys. Um to the to the left of the arrow the arrow keys and the in the okay button you have two buttons um the one close the you know the one on the top is the home button not only does it take you home but if you press and hold it instead of just pushing it if you press and hold it recent apps that's how you get at the recent apps which is really nice you know how you know uh on Android uh, touchscreen phones, we j- we have you know you either have the button or you got to do the gesture. Well, this one, uh, you just have a button that you do that with. Um, and then there's a menu button just below the home button. Again, it has two purposes. Now, one that does not make sense to me is the menu button. If you're anywhere else other than the home screen, it doesn't do anything. But if you are on the home screen and you just press the menu button. Quick settings. Quick settings selected. As you see, you have a a couple things here. You've, you know, the quick settings. Notifications. Here's how you can get at your notifications. Recent applications. Again, recent applications. Now, I don't know why that's there. I guess kind of uh, redundant, but such as it is. Settings. There's your settings. So you don't have to go to applications and then go to settings. It's right here. Gapsy's accessibility. Uh, there's some kind of like talk back. There's where you can find some of the accessibility stuff for Gapsy specifically. Talk back accessibility. And here's where you can get into talk backs accessibility stuff. So there's that. Um, also, if you press and hold that same button. Talk back menu, navigation selected. And we all know this menu, so I'm not going to go through it all the way, but this is where you can get at the top, you know, the talk back stuff. Copy last spoken phrase. So there you go. I mean, that's, you know, pretty cool that you can really easy get at that stuff. Um, like I said, like I said, I personally think this phone is just for what it is. I think it's pretty cool. That's great, Jerry. And I was kind of wondering about that menu. Uh, if it could be used as like a contextual button, let's say uh, you are sitting on an app, you know, and if one long presses on it, I think if they do something like that, that would be good. So, uh, for instance, it, it doesn't only have to work uh, while you're on the home screen. So if I were 
on the web or um, in an app, for example. So I want to select something and interact with it. I could long press on that. I think that would make sense to me. Yeah, you, yeah. Um, well, if you're talking like getting at the talkback stuff where you can do that type of stuff, um, yeah, you just long press it. But to just press it to get at different things, um, then no, you can't, you can't just press it to get at some of that stuff, but um, you can long press it to get at talkback stuff. I had a question. Um, this phone I know is for people who, either don't want to use the touch screen at all or want buttons to make things easier. So if I was someone who didn't want to use a touch screen, are there button presses for things like finding out your battery level? I mean, I know you can do that with Google's voice assistant as well. I believe um, there, I believe there actually is hmm. um, what they are. I don't fully remember, but I do know but, but they do that it, I do know it's something like that can be done. Also, when you, when you, turn the device on like when you wake it up you can that's one of the things you can have it tell you under the capsies uh stuff that's one of the things you can go into what do you want me to tell you when you wake the phone up and battery levels uh i think signal strength might be one of them uh but i know bat uh battery level is as you heard mine when i turned it on it 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 you know said what the battery was at yeah and does it because you said it only works on T-Mobile or T-Mobile-based networks in the US. Yes. I'm assuming it probably works on all the networks in a lot of other countries. Is that right? That I, I can't speak to that. Because <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I've not heard anyone in the UK say you can't use that phone on such and such a network. Because I know in, in the US you have these funny networks that run on a different system, don't you? Uh, that nobody else has. Yeah, I, I mean, my my boss, because I did ask him about that, and his his words were kind of technically it could work on AT and T, but because it's not approved for AT and T, AT and T would shut it down the second you probably tried activating it. On that you know they would they would stop annoying. That's yeah. It, it's it not is friendly. No, it's not. But what can you do at the end of the day? You know, that's U.S. carriers for you. Yes, it is. Yeah. I quite like living in London. Then, <laughs> and what about five G? Does it have five G? Unfortunately, no. And 4G? yes, it does have four G, and it has LTE, yeah. and it has uh, VOLTE. Yeah. But, 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 and Warren, I, I know you're going to cry. No eSIM. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, not a lot of phones have eSIM, but uh, frankly, this will work internationally because I had a friend of mine that had a Smart Vision 2 and he took it on a trip and it works. So, and it's coming from France. So you would be sure that uh, it is covered, you know, European uh, networks. I think so. Def definitely yeah. supported. So, yeah, it's just in the US that, um, you know, you, you do things iffy, weird but, over there. <laughs> But it's just AT and T doing that game because they want you to, they want you to get phones from them, and it's just absolutely stupid. Which is okay to a point, but if they don't sell a phone that meets your needs, then not so much. Exactly. And I don't, I don't know if I said this in the, uh, I don't think I did, and I totally forgot to. Uh, with Rise Mobility, we do have two different uh, 
packages for it. You can either get just the phone, you know, with a charger or, and that one's like, you know, it's 539. And I know what a lot of you are saying, ouch, that's too much for what it is and being in a niche market. Let's face it. The blind community is, you know, we're going to pay more for things that are specifically designed for us. But for $5.99, you can actually get not only the phone and the charger, but you get two different apps. You get a book reader and a map program. It's called Captain, uh, spelled with a K. But you also get, a, you know, a case, a screen protector, and uh, wireless charging. So, you know, and a cleaning cloth. So, you know, two different things that you can choose from. Um, I personally, like I said, I, I personally for what it is, I like it. I mean, okay. It's not a flagship, uh, high, you know, the newest processor, but for what it is, it works just fine. You're listening to the blind Android users podcast. How about Braille? Have you tried it with Braille? I have not. Cause I don't do Braille on any phone right now. Oh. I, I, I've heard people who do it and I'm sitting there listening to how, how can you guys do this? I couldn't do it. I mean, I know my Braille. It's not that. I just, I, I'm doing barely good enough to type on a screen as it is. So trying to use a Braille keyboard, I, 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 I couldn't do it. There's no way. I, I find it easier actually to, to, to type in text in on with a Braille keyboard, but then I learned Braille from a young age. So maybe. Well, so did I, yeah. I, I, I've, I, I went to, uh, the Ohio State School for the Blind in kindergarten. So, mm. you know, there you go. Yeah. I think it might support uh, Braille, but, you know. Um, well, it is running Android 11. Yeah. What, so. It is running Android 11. Keep that in mind. I don't know. It's um, me. It does have, a matter of fact, I just got an update for TalkBack uh, last night, I think. And, but keep in mind, it's running Android 11. So I don't know. Would you be able to use all those keys or, or all those fingers on the screen at the same time? Oh, no, I, I wasn't 11? really asking. I don't know, but I wasn't really asking about that. I meant like a Braille display. You said Braille keyboard. Oh, you? I thought you. No, meant I said how is it keyboard. with Braille? No, oh. no, I didn't. I didn't mean that. But that's interesting as well. <laughs> but oh dear, misunderstanding. Even though we all speak English, no, I but meant just... like a. A braille display like um connecting i haven't it. tried one but i i should um mm. i should Although yeah. no, i don't, I don't, I don't that, like on-screen braille keyboards i don't myself. think there's any reason why it wouldn't work uh yeah. with a braille display right now no. if you want to do a virtual shell, braille however yeah, you know because it has a smaller screen you may have yeah, a little that, bit of a difficult time um but yet, yeah that again, would depend on you know, what yeah. your the screen actually supports if it supports six touches at once, not necessarily yeah, the because although multi finger gestures weren't introduced until Android 12, you could still use the Braille keyboard before that with six fingers if the device supported it. So, exactly, it depends on the screen. That they well, use. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking of Brett because Blind Shell definitely doesn't. This is why I'm asking. The uh, somebody might somebody might be listening and thinking which of those two should I get, you know, and that's why I was interested to know. I think I've heard that it works with Braille. I just wondered if you tried it. The touch screen is only a three and a half inch. So can yeah. you guys no. imagine trying to do six fingers on a three and a half inch? Screen? Oh no, no. But I mean, with like <laughs> something like a, a Vario Braille display or a I don't know what the other ones are, but you know, one of those. The only um, one we have here is a Focus Forty. 
Do they, I don't know do they work with Android? I don't know. You know, do. I don't know. I don't. Mm. I don't know. Uh, if it has Bluetooth, yeah, it does. Oh, right. It should. Jerry, mm. another good thing about this that sets it apart from the other phones in this class is the fact that it comes with that Play Store, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, let me show you real quick. Come on, phone unlock. There we go. All right. So, open Play Store. I'm trying to cheat. Play Store. There it goes. Google Play. There you go. So, search Google Voice Search button. Show notifications and offers. So we all know what available button. We all know what the Play Store looks like. But there you guys go. There's there's the Play Store right there. Exactly. And, and where are your apps? Oh, something I probably did forget to mention. Um, give me one second. So if you go to the home screen. Look out. 12.57 p.m. Saturday. There's your clock up at the very top. If you down arrow one time. Applications. So I can just press select on applications. Applications. Agenda selected. And they're just in a list of you. They're not in a grid. They're in a list. So you can just down arrow. Application updates. Assistant. Banknote recognizer, book reader, calculator. And there you go. You just down arrow through them. So they're alphabetically arranged. Yes. Yes. Can you can you press a letter? Like, would it say if your app began with N or something? Or w. Can N you do that? Selected. Well, I was I just now tried it. Um, yep. I can get to M, but what I was trying to do is a, a, a letter that's maybe the second letter on the number let's see let me try b is in bravo a b mb oh it's it got looks m like and it, b so it's that's it's why look it looks like it's screen it looks so like i don't actually, know what it's trying you could to do type more than one letter then so you could type mag if you're looking for magnifier or maybe yeah, I don't know. I, yeah it's something i really haven't played with just mm. because I I usually cheat and just use the assistant, but yes, no, me. it's so much faster, <laughs> especially if you know what the app is called. Exactly. Yeah. And I think part of it, though, you know, because it's using a T nine, and you got to time it right, also. So yes, um, yes, it, it makes all the difference. And I will say, if you try doing things, and I think you may have heard it in the in the review thing, if you try typing too fast, eh, things. Usually it does work, but every once in a while, and I don't know if it's just because the phone slows down from time to time, but if you try typing really fast, uh, sometimes letters come up missing. You push the eight twice, you're hoping and thinking you're going to get a U. Well, you don't, you get T. But could I connect a Bluetooth keyboard? Would that yes. work? So yeah. I could type emails, long emails. I've even, I've even hooked, because it's, U, it's, because it's got a USB-C port, yeah. Um, I've even hooked in an adapter and hooked in my Logitech wireless keyboard and used it. Oh, so you can uh, use like I said, one this is a full with a wire Android or phone. without one. Yeah, so it'll right. work. Yeah. It's, a, it's full-blown Android. It's, it's just been customized. Phone, so anything yeah. you can do with an Android phone, you can do with it. It's just that it has keys instead, you know, making it easy for people well, as who well. cannot yeah. uh, you know, use about, the screen. What about when you're reading a book? Because when I'm reading a book, if I want to turn the page, I'll use two fingers to turn the page left I've or right. I've never now, tried that of course yet. You, you can you can do that with um, the touch screen, but I just wondered, do they have a page? I know there. Well, button? the the book reading app that it that it comes with, if you it, you know from us, if you buy the more mm. expensive one, 
Um, it's, I think it's got back and next or previous and next buttons in it. Um, okay. or something. But, I'm, but, but I mean, yeah. that wouldn't work if you had a Kindle book or something. Or would, right. it, would it read those in that app? I don't know. It's usually supposed- Amazon likes you to use their own. Stuff, right, maybe. right. I don't. I, I don't think you'd be able to do Kindle with it. I don't think mm. so. Because um, they have so many books, and so I mean, there can be quite cheap. well. And there's so many. There's so many apps you can get that if you know, just like any other Android phone, if mm. an app on the phone does not do what you want it to do, just go get one that does. Well, thank you so much, Jerry. That's that's beautiful. And the great news is that. This time around, actually, this thing is cheaper than the Smart Vision 2. So um, if you want to buy it, this is probably the one to get. One thing also to tell you, um, and that is if if you're in a state where the state uh, agency has a program where they would give it to you, um, you can actually get training uh, depending on the state, depending on our, you know, how the agreements are with, you know, because I don't work in that department but I'm the one who does the training. So if you get a phone from your state agency, if you get a Smart Vision 3 from your state agency, and there are some that already have it, as I said in the review, uh, Pennsylvania, Maryland, and I forget what the third one was. Um, that was Arkansas. So if you were to get a phone from them, you can actually call us and you set up a training session and then it's me that you talk to. This is the Spotlight segment. Stay tuned for premium interviews, device unboxing, and more. Well, let's move on then to our next segment. And this is our Spotlight 2 segment. And this is all about unboxings. John, you've done a lot of unboxings. And I can't imagine what it was like you know unboxing those th- things back to back you got the tablet you got the uh the z fold and you have the watch let's start though with your unboxing of the tablet since it begins with a letter t i love letter t absolutely beautiful looking letter uh so we start with letter t and here's john's unboxing of Tab S9. John here, and today I have another unboxing for you. This time it's the Samsung Galaxy Tab S9, just the base model, um, not the Plus or the Ultra. I shouldn't say base model because this has 256 gigabytes of storage and 12 gigabytes of RAM, but it is the base model. Um, the smallest model, the 11 inch. And I also have a case that I'm gonna be unboxing. Um, I'm actually gonna do that first. It's a, it's called the outdoor cover. I've never had one before, but they're running a promotion where I could pick $50 worth of accessories and this was $60. So I got 10, I got it for $10 basically. So I'm going to open that first. Here it is. Um, I haven't even (laughs) looked to see how... Okay, there's tape here. Let's see. 
all the way through. Guess not. So here it is. It's, I guess it's kind of a rugged case. That's what I assumed by the name of it. Um, it has an interesting stand. It's sort of a hollow stand, which kind of, so you could use it as a handle if you're holding it. I kind of like that. Um, it covers the buttons. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty much all I have to say about that. It's It feels so small. I haven't used a tablet this small in a while. All right, now here's the main event. Excuse the kitties. They want to be in the video, I guess. I cut down the sides where they're... <laughs> What's no tape? So now I'm going to cut down the size where there is tape. Okay. Very small box. There's nothing in here but a cable. We already know that. Let's see. So, okay. This is different. It Normally Samsung tablets come in this little canvas type pouch, but this looks like it's just the, like everybody else does. Um, it still feels a little more substantial than your typical plastic covering, but it's not like the canvas bag they usually come in. It's going to I don't want to tear it too much, but All right, just slide it out. Hopefully you can just slide it out. Yeah. So, I guess, so there's, oh, okay, here we go. So, here's the back of it. With the back facing you, the S Pen goes along the top. And, well, let's get that out. Because I said this only came with a cable, and I lied. It also comes with an S Pen. I was so upset about the charging brick not being included that I forgot. It comes with an S Pen. So here's the S Pen. I'm gonna magnetize it to the back. That's where that goes. And then to the right of that is the camera bump. It's just a single camera this year. There were dual cameras last year, but they downgraded it. I, I don't care, honestly. I don't think I've once used the camera. Maybe for a lookout or something like that, but definitely don't take pictures with it. Um, so I'll describe the device. 
So along the top, all the buttons are along the top and they're on the left side. To the very left is the power, or what you'd call side key. To the right of that is the volume buttons. And I like to say on Samsung devices they're backwards, so. <laughs> Where you would think the left should be volume down and the right should be volume up, it's actually the reverse. So I'm holding it in landscape and the buttons are along the top. Um, this feels like a microphone near the right side. I have no idea what it is, but there's dual speakers on the left sides, or left side and right side. There's two sets of speakers, so when you hold it, yes, you are going to block the lower speakers, but you won't be blocking the upper speakers. Um, and along the bottom is just the keyboard attachment area, and on the left side is the USB-C port. So, going to, did I already put my pen away? Yeah, I did. Put that on there. So I'll just turn it on, see what we got here. I do like the size of it. It feels so small. I'm not, <laughs> so, Let's see if I can, so it is one-handed. No, I'm just kidding. It's, I can hold it in one hand, but it's definitely not one-handed. I would not hold it like that. Um, yeah, I wish Samsung made an eight inch premium tablet, but they do not for whatever reason. So this 11 inch is gonna have to do. I did not pay attention like I should have to see if it vibrated when I turned it on. But, um, I guess I can try again. Uh, I'm gonna see if we are here yet. Press both side and volume up buttons quickly to use TalkBack. TalkBack on. Welcome to TalkBack. Welcome to TalkBack. Okay. Samsung Setup Wizard. So let's see how these Welcome. speakers do. English, United, welcome. English, United States. Start button. They seem to get pretty so, loud. English, United. I'm going to turn it down. Start button. English, United States. All right, so I'm not going to. volume set to 35%. I'm not going to go through the setup or anything, but I will. Power off menu. Restart button. Power off button. Power off button. I will turn it back on to see. Okay, it does have a haptics in it. It just vibrated when I turned it off, but I'm gonna see if it vibrates when I turn it on. Cause I know that's something we care about. Okay, it does. <laughs> Actually, it, it's got a, uh, I don't wanna call it cheap, but it's a loud haptics engine. Like it probably came through in the video. Um, I'm going to put it in its case just to see how that is. Welcome to TalkBack. Welcome to TalkBack. Page 105. Turn it TalkBack off. is a screen. Screen off. All right. So I got it in the outdoor case. You know, screen off. I actually screen off. think I'm going to like this case because of 
the stand on the back. I think, yeah, it's, it's nice. It's shaped rectangular with rounded edges, but it's hollow so you can grab onto it when you're holding it. So I actually do like it. You can use it as a handle. So I approve of the case. I don't know if I, well, I would not have spent $60 on it, but for $10, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, that's been the quick unboxing of the Galaxy Tab S9. Thanks for that, John. And up next, we go to letter W, and we're talking about the Watch 6. John, you got the classic version. That means it's the one that has the rotating bezel, the crown. And so here's that review, or unboxing rather, of the Watch 6 Classic. All right, here I have a Galaxy Watch 6 Classic 47mm. So this is the newest watch, and it's the version with the physical rotating bezel. I'm going to unbox it. See what it comes with. are becoming more and more difficult. charger lies. I guess I'll take it out since there's not much to this. just want to make sure I'm getting everything. So there's the charger. And I guess that's it. Let's see. Yeah, nothing else in this. Put that on the side. It comes in this really long box because the bands are already connected and it's just lying flat in there. Here's what it looks like. I ordered the graphite band, I think, which I'm assuming is like a dark gray. I wanted black, but they didn't have it in the sports band I wanted. Um, so... All right, here's the, uh, don't know if you can hear this or not. Let me put it next to the mic. That's the rotating bezel. The buttons are on the right. You can, you can always change the band out, do how you want. Let's see what else is in the box here. I think that's probably it. Yeah, that's it. Um, okay, so it feels, so I don't have the Galaxy Watch for, I mean, five to compare it to. 
I haven't had it for a while, but it, it feels similar from what I remember. The bezel is supposed to be thinner on this than it is on the Watch 4 Classic. It does, you know, it does feel a little thinner, but it's still enough to get a hold of, which is good. So on the right side, there's what sort of feels like three buttons, but the piece in the middle is not a button. So there's a top button and a bottom button. And I think that piece in the middle is just to sort of keep your wrist from accidentally pressing the buttons. So for example, the buttons are on the right. If you're wearing this on your right hand with the buttons on the right and you're flexing your hand, you know, it kind of digs into your wrist. So I think that's to prevent accidental presses. But anyway, I don't know which button is which. I'm going to press and hold the top button and see what happens. Okay, that was the one. It vibrated. Just going to wait a few minutes and see. Well, I'm pretty sure the uh, two-finger hold will work, but I'm going to try a triple tap of the power button first. Not that you need to turn on TalkBack at all. You should be able to set this up directly from your phone, as long as it's within Bluetooth range. And it doesn't even need to be a Samsung phone. Any Android phone is compatible. Just download the Samsung wearables app and you can do everything from in there. But I will try this to see what happens. I'm assuming it's booted up. I'm going to triple press the top button, which I think is the power button. That seems to have done nothing. I'm going to try this other button. I wonder if by triple pressing it, I turned the screen off. Let's try again. Alright, I'm just going to do the two finger hold to see if I can get anything to happen. Continue touching the screen until you hear a beep to enable accessibility mode. So I'm holding the screen with two fingers. I did not hear a beep, but let's see what happened. Nothing. Let's try again. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forget how slow the watches are. I'm going to see if I can adjust the volume here. Wow, yeah, this is slow. Is there a close button? Doing the back gesture. Does not seem to be doing anything. <laughs> okay. Alright, I'm gonna hit next. Trying to adjust the volume on here. The up and down gestures don't seem to be working. 
just yet. Maybe it's because I'm in the tutorial. Okay, here we go. Let's see. I just want to get the volume. Okay. Just want to see how loud this thing gets. Okay, so swipe up then down or swipe down then up to select a different setting. This is how loud it gets. Um let me turn off. Just gonna turn go ahead and turn button. it off. Double I will set it up later. I'm gonna see if it vibrates when I turn it off. It hasn't done anything yet. Okay. And yeah, it does vibrate when you power it down. So vibrations when you turn it on and when you turn it off. Okay, that's been the unboxing of the Galaxy Watch 6 Classic. Visit AccessibleAndroid.com or download Accessible Android from Google Play Store for text tutorials, tips and tricks, and more to make most out of your Android device. Great unboxing there, John, and I'm particularly happy that TalkBack actually comes on when you had the two fingers down on the face of the uh, watch. And now here's that unboxing of the flipper. That's a Z Flip. John, you like the flip phone. I wish I could love the flip phones, but I'm not quite there. And uh, just show us next time uh, when you have a call on it and just, just slam me to hang up the call. But uh, for now, though, here's the unboxing of the Z Flip. Today, I'm going to be unboxing the Galaxy Z Flip 5. And this is... The mint one, I believe, if I remember correctly. So I have the box here. I'm just going to get right to it. This is also the 512 gigabyte version because um, Samsung offered a free memory upgrade. Um, kudos to Samsung for making the base models 256 gigabytes this time, hopefully, going forward. All manufacturers will follow suit, at least on the flagship devices. Alright, so I'm cutting the tape here. Let me see. This is kind of thick. I think I got it. Alright, so here we go. Um, here's what we have. The photos on this side. And the lid here is probably the cable. Yeah, this is just where the cable is. Excuse the cats again, they decide it's lunchtime when I start recording. <laughs> so yeah, there's just a cable in here. I'm sure there's a SIM removal tool as well, but I won't take any of that out of here. Um, put that back. Let's see. I think it was like this. 
Yeah, right to the phone. So it was a thin box. The phone comes unfolded, uh, sitting in the box with cameras facing up. So I'm going to take this cover off of it. Again, trying not to <laughs> tear it too badly. Not that it matters, just my OCD, I guess. Let's see. Okay, here we go. I found where to get it started. this in the lid and I'll actually get rid of all this so here's the phone um, across the top feels like there might be a microphone up there and possibly a sim slot although there's something along the left side so I'm assuming that's the sim slot it's the only thing along the left side Bottom, there's speaker, microphone, USB-C port. Along the side on the right is the usual um, Okay, yeah, volume buttons up top and power button down below. It's kind of a it's not completely flush, but it's almost flush. I could barely feel well, I'll just say it's not as pronounced as it usually is on the side key. Alright, on the back here we have the dual camera bump. Um, I'm assuming this is mostly screen on this top half and down here at the bottom there is a sticker I need to get rid of. And I guess this is technically the only thing that's meant about it is this bottom half down here. Let's see, does it have the Samsung protective? It might have uh, plastic around the edges, but I'm not going to worry about that right now. I'm just going to flip it shut. Should I try to open it one-handed? That's opening it, closing it. All right, I'm gonna, so th this closes flat, completely flat this time. Apparently it didn't do that last time. I didn't notice that on my Z Flip 3, but it's something that they've improved along with this external screen. I'm going to turn it on with the screen folded and see what happens? Felt a vibration there. So it's loading up now. I'm going to see what I can do, if anything, with the screen or with it folded. So when it's folded, it reverses the volume keys. So. Um, 
so that, well, because they switch places, so it switches places. I'm gonna see. I'm just gonna try some things. That shortcut doesn't seem to be doing anything. I don't know if it's even. I'm holding the volume keys. We put two fingers on the screen, see if that does anything. <laughs> it's probably telling me right now, open your phone, dummy. <laughs> but I don't see it. I'm just going to open it. All right, now everything will probably work. Let's try the... Oh, volume's kind of low right now. Spoken feedback so that you can use your device without looking at the screen. You can turn talk back on or off by holding both okay. volume keys for several seconds. It gets pretty loud. Permission it was just request. allow talk back to make and manage phone calls. Accessibility volume set to fifty-seven percent. Allow talk back to allow. Samsung setup wizard. Welcome. Right now, let's see. Now the talk back's on. What was it saying on this screen? System UI. Nothing that TalkBack can read. So. Screen on. Samsung Setup Wizard. Welcome. I guess we're done here. I'm going to. <laughs> this. Uh, these buttons are hard to find and press. I, I wonder if it was like this on last year's model. Let's see. Um, Hold these. Power off menu. Power off button. Power off button. Okay, powering it off for now. Close it. Let's open and close it once more. Alright, so it's the unboxing of the Galaxy Z Flip 5. Thank you so much. That's great. This is Warren's Most Liked segment in which you can share how you got started with Android, the problems you had along the way, and much more. If you don't know what to say, we'll help you along the way. Let's move on to our next segment, and it's my favorite. We're talking about the Android journey story, and Jerry, you want to take us down that memory lane, uh, telling us when you got started with your Android journey, all those bumps in the road and all of that. Oh, oh, and, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Welcome to Android journey story. Uh, Jerry, it's your turn to tell the world about your Android journey story. So I started in May of 2011. Such a long time ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a long I, time. I was with Sprint and my first phone, if any of you even saw it, was the Sanyo Zayo. Does anyone remember that one at all? I never had that. Sounds like a 
like a Sony Vio there to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was it, it it was a touchscreen phone, but it did have a trackball, and it 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 was like I said, my first journey into Android. Um, you had to install Talkback. You had to install Pico or Pico. I I always called it Pico, but that's just me. Um, and unfortunately, so therefore we had to have the store do it. And unfortunately, the agent that we had uh, wasn't as knowledgeable as they should have been, shall we say. Um, we had taken the phone home and we had to take it right back to the store because it did not have what the agent said it would. Um, and I... I went looking for Android uh, different things, you know, like Android podcasts that would, you know, do from a newbie's point of view, you know, someone who just got a, an Android from the first time who's blind, how would they do what they need to do? What can they expect and things like that? And that's what actually started me because I didn't find much. Maybe I just wasn't looking in the right place. I don't know, but that's actually what started me doing the android from a newbie for you know from a blind person's point of view i actually started doing the podcast just a few days after i got my phone and i would you know do apps or i i would do you know different things and each time i got a new phone you know i would do a little bit about it um th the funny thing about that is later on like a few years later um, my, believe it or not, nobody knows this. And until now my Android podcast actually got me my, uh, if anyone remembers Odin mobile, um, I actually got an email from Robert who was, who, you know, I was my supervisor when I worked with them, but I had gotten an email from him. He had heard about my podcast. He actually listened to it. That podcast is actually what got me uh, my job working for Odin Mobile for, Lord, what was that? Um, November of 2013 all the way until, I want to say, March of 2016. So, yeah. Um, and when they went down, Robert told me, he said, uh, you know, I'm working on trying to start my own company and if I get it off the ground, I want you to work for me because he had to let me go. And Raz Mobility came around and I heard from him and there you go. So my podcast actually got me my job um, working for Odin Mobile doing basically the same thing I do for Raz Mobility. Um, you know, doing tutorials, doing training, uh, helping people who are, you know, totally blind, you know, answering questions when I can. You know, if, if one of our other agents can't answer something, um, say it's on an Android phone and it's regarding talkback, they send it over to me and I help. So you never know. Sometimes the little things you do, like I said, I started the podcast because I, I, I didn't find one from a newbie's point of view uh, for a blind person. So I just started doing it. And like I said, about two years later, it got me a job. How did you find talk back in those early days? You had <laughs> you had to have someone cited, and back then, I mean, it was on the it was on it wasn't called the Play Store back then. What was it? Market something or Android Marketplace? Market. Android Market, it? Android Market, I think. Yeah, or something like yeah. Marketplace, maybe. Yeah. But you you could find it there, but you had to have someone cited do it for you. 
but how did you, that was i know i remember that and it was really annoying but how did you mm. find using it back then experience? i mean it was it was definitely different <laughs> compared yes. to what it is now Thank it was goodness it's different now <laughs> oh yeah and 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 i even used um mobile accessibility uh sprint actually had a deal where you could get it for uh, free through them. Now, unfortunately I bought it. And then shortly after I bought it, they offered it for free. And I'm like, that is so annoying. Especially when it costs a hundred bucks. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Yeah. What about that, um, that was the angle but I will gestures say, and all that stuff? How did you, I, I still to the I still to this day don't like angle gestures. No, do I? I, I mean, I can do them, but they just I I I don't like them. I no. I know I know early in the you know earlier you know back when they started doing those gestures, they were more picky than they are now. Yes, they were. And they were really you, If you had any curve at all, forget it. It didn't work. John likes them. John's a fan, aren't yeah, you? But, but you here, like angle gestures. The, the good thing about the gestures yeah. now is that they're very forgiving and mm -hmm. you can literally draw a letter C, I mean, uh, print C, and it will translate that as your, you know, talk to bring the talk back menu. So the gestures, to be honest, I think I find them to be, you know, easier one compared to the other side of the thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm talking about our friends on the other side. I have students that could never do that rotor, no matter what, but they could do those angle gestures. So go figure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I still remember when, you know, we got ice cream sandwich and we thought it was a big deal that we could actually use the touchscreen finally. Oh, that was good. I'll tell you, though, <laughs> I'll tell you, though, one of my horror stories was when that when ice cream sandwich came out, I, I wanted a phone. I just had to have it. I had to have it in my life. Um, so I got a hold of my carrier and whatnot. And they're like, oh, yes, this phone will have this, you know, the, the ice cream sandwich. So I ordered the phone. And I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm yes, yes, yes. I'm going to get ice cream. Sand. No, the phone actually came with gingerbread. You had to do the update to ice cream sandwich. Oh, well, that's annoying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was my Moto Max as well. It probably meant as well that you wouldn't get as many updates afterwards, didn't it? Uh, I didn't keep that phone around for long enough to find out. But what was that phone? It was the oh god, what was it? The it was the was it the Nexus or what did they call it? The Nexus S or something like that. Yeah, there was the Nexus S. Yeah, it, That's it, from it, Samsung. No, the, well, it, yeah, might have been, but it was. I think Sprint was the only one that had it. I think at the time. Um, but yeah, I got it, and like I said, I was all excited. But then I had to run and find eyeballs because, as you know, I mean, you we couldn't use the touch screen on the phone, so I had to get someone who could so that they could do the update for me. Does anyone remember the um, Transform Ultra? What? Transform I, Ultra. I think it, that was a Sprint-only kind of phone. It Well, Sprint and then uh, Boost Mobile carried it too. Um, but I actually liked it. I mean, it had a little slide-out keyboard, um, you know, that was as long as... I mean, the buttons were kind of small, but, you know, it was nice to be able to have that you know the slide out keyboard and i wondered where those went because that was nice. i miss those do you miss I did, those yes yes that's I one do. of the reasons that's <laughs> one of the reasons why i like the capsies you know the yeah. smart vision 3 because mm -hmm. okay yes you have to do t9 typing on it but mm -hmm. 
it, it's still a keyboard and there are days where my carpal tunnel is acting up. And so therefore, you know, sometimes the gestures are harder for me to do or whatever. And that's when I like having a keyboard that I can, you know, type with, or just do simple stuff, you know, using the up and down arrow keys and the select key. Funny enough, uh, there was actually a problem with the camera and I kept contacting Samsung about it and they kept saying, no, 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 there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. Um, and I kept telling them, yes, there is, you know, cause it, what it would do and it was random, but it would crash after recording like a, like two minutes of video. And the only way you could bring the camera back was to reset the phone. What, what was oh, funny? No. What was funny? They came out with a software update a few months later and guess what was fixed? The camera. Yep. Bingo. And which phone was that? The the Transform was... Ultra. Transform oh, yeah. Ultra. So then I went to the Nexus S, the one on Sprint, you know, that I was saying for ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Then I went to, I want to say it was the Nexus uh, Ver, uh, Verizon because I switched to Verizon and it was like the first Nexus that came out for the, for, you know, for that. And then I went to the Droid 4. Anyone remember that one? Again, a slide out keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> Droid. Verizon really worked hard in, you know, bringing Android to the foreground. Well, not only that, the Nexus phone, the first Nexus that they, that Verizon had really, I mean, you don't realize how popular it was back, you know, when it came out. Um, one of the things I liked about that Nexus phone, though, was rooting it and installing Cyanogen Mod and, those were the days. And I even, I think I did a couple podcasts about doing that, you know, installing the latest and greatest, um, you know, signage and mods like the nightly builds. And I was brave. I'm not even talking like the weekly or monthly. <laughs> I was doing the nightly builds, my friend, you know, root your phone, unlock your phone and install signage and mod. And I mean, yes, there were things that broke. And you expected it because it was a nightly build, but yeah. some of the yeah. really neat things, you know, um, especially if you lived in an area where your carrier wasn't the greatest signal, your battery life really stunk. And <laughs> with signage and mod, you could slow down the processor a little bit. You could do these little tweaks where you could make your battery actually last longer. One of the phones I had, and I cannot remember which one it was. It may have been the Nexus, but I don't fully remember uh, third-party batteries that were twice the size and twice the, you know, the milliamp hours. You know, I had a, what was it, a 3,500 milliamp battery. Uh, it was so big, you know, because it was twice the thickness. So it came with a back that you could put on your phone because obviously the original back wouldn't fit. So they gave you a back that poofed out. And you put your thicker battery in and you put this thicker, um, you know, case on the back, you know, so back, I miss being able to change batteries like that. So do I. I, I wish they'd go back to it. Just my, per, you know, I, so do I. Yeah. So uh, move us through some of your other phones and to where you currently are. Um, now. Let's see. So I did go to a Sam, the Samsung 4, but not for very long. Um, I then went what? to the, did you not like it? Was there something you didn't like about it or, I, you know, I, 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 was, thing, I, I was having issues with some of the, some of the gestures on like the home button when you were supposed to be able to do certain things with it and I couldn't get it to work. So I oh, fair enough. gave it to a friend of mine and then I went and got the Samsung five 
I didn't keep it very long. What I didn't like about it was they lo- they 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 had the <clears throat> that's when they started doing the um uh what did they call it uh the trip counter. Um and I didn't like it because what they did they locked out locked you out of your SD card for the most part like uh ne- the the maps for uh nearby explorer I like putting them on my SD card because SD cards were bigger, had more storage, mm. but because they had it locked out, you couldn't put it on your SD card. So mm. to put it on your SD card, you had to root the device and whatnot. And they had a trip counter that if you rooted the device and unlocked it, um, this yellow triangle would show up. Even if you tried to put everything back to stock, you tripped the counter so therefore this yellow triangle would show up and they would know, well, someone got smart and made a little program that you could run it and it would basically reset the trip counter. And I know it worked because I took that phone back to uh, T-Mobile and used it as an exchange for an iPhone. I switched, you know, I, I, I admit it. I did it. I got the, the 5S, I think, or the 6. Um you know, because well, it was I nice in... talking to you. I hope yeah. you um, <laughs> will we'll maybe talk to you later. So after that, I, I, I you know, I went to, I, I think one of the best phones I ever saw um, back in its day, the um, Moto Z Play, I think is what it was called. The Moto Z Play. It's, it's standby time and even not standby time. It was just incredible for its day. You could get almost a week out of that phone. Um, I then went to the Samsung uh, Galaxy 9 Pro. I had a Galaxy 9, but I didn't have the Pro, but I loved it. I I had the Pro. As a matter of fact, I had the Pro until just a couple of years ago, until uh, two years ago, actually. I Uh, still have my S9 in a drawer. I only stopped using it it every day. I I only stopped using mine every uh, every day a few weeks ago (laughs) as a spare. And then I went, one of the things I did not like about that phone, oh my God, did the microphones back off? That's one thing I still don't like about Samsung phones as to other phones. Their microphones back off, if that makes any sense. What do you mean by that? They like loud slash bass, they, they back off to where things get quieter. And Pixel phones, my Nokia phone does not do that. Samsung does now the Samsung nine plus or pro, whatever it was. I don't remember. It was the plus. Was it plus? Okay. It was worse about it than my S 22 is, but even my S 22 still does it, you know, back. Are we we talking about recording or on phone calls or recording recording? when you're doing recording? How I solved that was by using HiQ MP3 recorder. I used, I, I, I used HiQ and I still couldn't get mine to quit doing it. Then I went to the Nokia because the S9 Plus all of a sudden was getting no more updates, not even security updates. And I'm like, okay, no, I don't want a phone that's not going to get updates, even security ones. So I got the Nokia X100, which is a, I call it kind of a mid-range slash low budget. Um, It's from T-Mobile. I think T-Mobile is the only place you can get it, actually. Uh, $250 phone. But for what it is, it's a big screened phone and it's really not all that slow i mean it is slower but it's not 
unusable. So what made you want to get that instead of, say, a Pixel or another Samsung? Because they had a deal where you, if you activated a line, you could get it for free. Who wasn't going to pass that up? El Fribo, okay. that's my language. <laughs> but is that your main phone? or um, no, no. no. That's what I was wondering. No. Yeah. Then I wanted um, something a little better. So, well, and, and I... Um, I then went to a Pixel 5, and I got that one for free. I won't say how or why or whatever, but I got it for free. And I definitely didn't like it for one reason, probably the same reason y'all didn't like it. Um, the fact that the earpiece was under the glass. Now, it's microphone head issues, too. The reason we actually, I then went to the Pixel 6 Pro, and the reason I had done that was we had an issue with Lyft where I had uh, May on the phone with me so she could hear what was going on. Well, sadly, the microphone on the Pixel 5, she was having a lot of issues hearing with it. And we were like, you know what? No, no, we got to get a different phone. So that's when I got the Pixel 6 Pro. And then I went to the S22 Ultra. And that's where I am currently. That's what my, you know, my main Android phone is right now looking forward and I, I I've been trying to look forward. I'm like, okay, what am I going to do for my next phone? Do I, and for me, it's such a hard decision between the pixel and, and Samsung because th there's stuff I love about the pixel, but there's stuff I love about the Samsung. So it's like, and then there are things I hate about the Samsung cough, cough, wink, wink, nudge, nudge the proximity sensor. Cause I <laughs> use it a lot, but then there are things I hate about the pixel, you know? So it's just, what am I going to do? We've had one annoyance about the Samsung. Actually, we've had two. We've had the microphones. Let's have the Pixel ones to balance it up a bit. I I tended to have more issues with the uh, agent, you know, the Google thing that we've been talking about on the group. Um, I had more issues with that on the, you know, the assistant on the Pixel than I do my S22 Ultra, believe That's it or not. Ridiculous. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I can yeah. confirm that. I, I don't know why. I don't know, you know, but it, it it's like the Pixel phones, it it's not as good of a uh thing as it is, you know, for whatever reason, uh, as it is on the Samsung. It works great if you're not using talkback, but if you're using talkback, yes. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It speaks and the thing about on a pixel, if it speaks over you. It mutes the mic, so it's you can't even talk over it. It's not going to hear anything you say if yeah. talkback is talking. I will say one of the things I miss on my Samsung, or, or that I miss on Pixel, uh, that I can't do on the Samsung, and I wish Samsung would do it, is being able to just talk without having to say period, comma, period, period, period. Um, you know, on Pixels, you don't have to do that. And I looked at when I would send people messages, uh, especially on Telegram, I sent someone a really long one. And it got probably 95% of the punctuation right. I just wish you could do that on a Samsung. Well, you know, the truth is that there'll always be something that is amiss with every yeah. device. And it's, mm. it's just whichever one one is willing to put up with, um, that's the whole idea. Um, it's so it's choice, isn't which it? One, yeah, exactly. Which one you would rather leave with and all of that. But Yeah, uh, even it, I'm always know. going back and forth between the two. I, <laughs> yeah. Like the this Jerry mentioned it, the assistant typing. I now I have the automatic punctuation turned off, 
But I do love the assistant typing. It just works so much better. It recognizes so many more emojis. You can um, say clear to redo a sentence. You can say clear all if you just want to start over. You can say next to go to the next field. You could say send to send the message. There's so much more you can do yep, yep. with the assistant typing that you cannot do. And I'm over here trying to use my Samsung phone and I'm typing a message and then I say send and it just adds send at the <laughs> Into the oh, message. dear. Plus, you got used to saying send or stop. You know, yeah, exactly. That, that does uh, sound handy, yeah, actually. I love my assistant typing, to be honest. But, you know, like I said, there's things that one can live with or not live with. And But the good news is that we have these choices. Just imagine if you are on Fruitvale that you don't have a choice. You're stuck. You know, <laughs> so we are, we are blessed to have these different phones and you can, you know, switch between them as you switch between, you know, putting on new socks or whatever every day. You know, you know, and I just, speaking, you know, speaking of, you know, speaking of the whole Apple thing, and, and, you know, and, and this is something I always wanted to, you know, tell people I actually started. I, you know, I had heard that Apple was accessible and accessible and accessible. But when I went and got my phone, I was like, you know what? I want to be different. I want to be bold. I want to try something different. That's what made me actually go to Android because I heard it was doable and I wanted to be one of those people to help others to see that, you know, Hey, Android is doable. Yes. You might have to do a little bit of fiddling with it, you know, back in 2011, but once you did that, it was pretty good. And at least it was doable. You didn't, you know, so it gave you a choice. There were just a lot of people who didn't want to see that choice because, you know, Apple back then, let's face it, was a little bit better uh, at the accessibility part. But man, has Android come such a long way since, since you know, Froyo, because that's what the San Josio had. It had Android Froyo. Well, Jerry, this has been a wonderful Android journey story. And yeah. before we bring this to a close, we just want to mention here to you and all of our listeners that anytime you want to come back and just join us as a listener, we have an open door, which we call uh, listener appearance, guest appearance. So anytime you want to come back and you know join us in an episode, just let us know and you, you'll be on. But or it has been a pleasure to, uh, having you. Or if you want to record us any app demos or reviews or things like that, um, feel free. I was going to say, I have a uh, one coming up. Warren will be getting the file really soon. Lovely. It's not, it, it's not, a, and it's not an Android phone. And some people are going to sit there going, wait a minute. I didn't think this was Android, but guess what? It is. And you'll just have to see how, and you know, it's a brief demo, it's an but Android. It, it is an Android um, under the hood, but they're doing their own little thing with it that you'll get to see. It's interesting to say the least. So you guys are very welcome. I'm glad I could come on here and, you know, not only tell my story, but, you know, talk about the Smart Vision 3 and RAS Mobility and, and whatnot. So I was glad I could educate everybody and also just have fun with you guys. All good things must end. Thus, it's curtain drawing time, bringing us to the close of this week's episode. Coming up, though, we give you information on how to get hold of us. Well, that brings us to the close of this episode, and we do appreciate you guys for listening. Coming up, though, Austin will give you information on how to get hold of us. 
to contact us, you can send an email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. You can join a mailing list by sending an email to blindandroidusers plus subscribe at groups.io. You can join our Telegram, Facebook, Discord, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The links for everything will be at the bottom of the show notes and also in the video description of the YouTube channel. And also the links are in the websites panel of the YouTube channels. Thank you so much for that, Austin. And from me, it's goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Toodles. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. Until we see you next week, don't forget to leave us your comments and suggestions via our email contact or using any of our social media sites. Have a great week.